What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Brick House segment here at House Call Sports. I'm here with CISO. My name is Matt, and we're on our phones right now. We are freaking out because we have breaking news. Literally three minutes before we started recording, we have breaking news going on in the NBA. Damian Lillard has officially requested a trade. We are going to get on here and talk all sorts of free agent stuff, and we're still going to do that, but we want to get a first instant reaction to this Damian Lillard news. So CISO, Give me your just initial takeaways from Damian Lillard officially requesting a trade from the Portland Trailblazers. It's about damn time. <laughs> or should I say about dame time? Yeah, for um, real. I think, I think he just gave Portland all he had. I mean, he he stuck to the grind. He's been loyal. Um, I feel like he, he arguably the best trailblazer in NBA history. Mm-hmm. I mean... He, he did everything for that franchise itself win a, win a championship, man. Um, I feel like with them drafting Scoot Henderson, I think that was a sign for a time for him to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that it, it wasn't a, a draft pick that would that looked like it was going to move the needle for Portland. Um, they just paid Jeremy Grant $160 million. That wasn't a, like... He wanted veterans around him. I mean, Jeremy Grant was already there, so mm-hmm. I feel like it's just time. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he's requesting a trade. I feel like he deserves to be somewhere that's going to compete. Dame deserves to be happy, man. Like he's been, he's been living. He not only has he been not competing for titles for a long time, he's been living in Portland for a long time. So like, no, no shade on Portland, but like that's not you know an ideal NBA city to live in. So yeah, Damian Lillard, man. Asking, asking for a trade, you know, it's a like, like we, I think you talked about it last episode. See, so he's so old school and he's like, so like, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to stay in my roots and like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be one of these new school guys and, and, and request a trade. But at a certain point, like you said, it comes time where you just have to. And, you know, like you said, after they drafted Scoot, I mean, that was kind of like the, I think that was kind of like the fi- final nail in his, you know, trailblazers coffin. Like I, you know, I can't, I can't come back to this anymore, you know? And now they, you know, you, like you said, they signed Jeremy Grant for 160 million. It's like, you know, what do we, you know, are we, are we really going to even, are we really going to compete for, to even get to the second round with Jeremy Grant and Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simons and Nurkic? Like, it's just not going to work, you know? So for him, he's got to go find a place that's, you know, going to be a, a championship contender. And what Sham said was Miami Heat and Brooklyn Nets are among the leading suitors. So I mean, we've been talking about Dame to the Heat for a long time. And, you know, the a couple of the signings that we've seen or a couple of the guys we've seen the Heat lose so far, that being uh, Gabe Vincent yesterday to the Lakers and Max Struess today to the Cavs. Uh, I mean, they, they got some big money deals. So I think that that was kind of a sign that, hey, you know, we got to let these guys go because we think Dame's available. And now Dame has made himself available. And I would say Miami is probably the the number one landing spot. What do you think, CISO? You think you think Miami is also the number one landing spot for for Dame right now? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's definitely the number one landing spot. I mean, it's it's funny because he he spoke about this. I think this was during the finals. He was on some podcast. He was saying the two teams he would go to would be. Miami, Miami, of course, because they were hitting the finals, and then yeah. also the Brooklyn Nets. He's he's pretty close with Bam Adebayo, and and he's uh, pretty close with Mikael Bridges. But I would say Miami would be the perfect fit because, like 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 you said, Matt, he he's pretty old school. Like I feel like 
Miami is that franchise. I mean, if it, it feels like that's a perfect spot for Dame. Yeah. Um, no nonsense. I mean, Miami is we we know how Pat Riley and Eric Spoelstra is. I feel like that that'll be a deadly combination. Bam, oh my gosh. Jimmy and Dame. Oh my God. They might become the favorites. That's uh, that was gonna be that was gonna be my next question for you is if he ends up going to Miami, which I mean I think you know that's kind of where this is headed. You know, I think in my opinion they become the East favorites right away. I think you know going from you know the eight seed to the finals with the guys they went with to adding Damian Lillard. I mean, you have to become the favorites mm. out East uh, in, in this scenario. What do you think? You think they would actually be the favorites out East? I think absolutely, absolutely. Um, I feel like because. James Harden is not coming back to the Sixers. Nope. The, the Celtics doesn't have a facilitator, mm-hmm. so they'll, they'll still have a turnover problem. Um, I feel like, I feel like uh, with the experience of Pat Riley and and Eric Spoelstra, that they'll they'll be getting back there again. I, I don't see only thing that can stop them now is injuries. Yeah. Um, but we do got the Bucks. We do got the Bucks. The Bucks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they. Yeah, Bucks and Celtics would be formidable for sure, I think. But yeah, like you said, if Dame if Dame's on Miami, I mean, all bets are off, man. All all bets are off because that is, like you said, that is a hell of a big three, especially a playoff big three. Like we can see, we saw Dame end two series on buzzer beaters. Like we've seen Jimmy end teams with fifty six point games. Then you got Bam as your third guy. You know, you got the best coach in basketball. You got Pat Riley, the, one of the best executives in basketball. And you got that culture, man. You got that culture. You got all those guys. You got all those dogs down there. You know they're going to find other undrafted players, too, because they always find undrafted players down there. So, man, Miami, if if Dane can go to Miami, watch oh, yeah. out. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be something to see, but we wanted to give you a a, a breaking a breaking news instant reaction because literally, like I said, the the news just broke like two minutes before we got on. So, and I'm still sitting here refreshing my refreshing my Twitter to see if anything pops up. So, yeah, crazy. The NBA is crazy, man. The NBA, we we love it. This is why we love the NBA because it just doesn't stop. We talked about it. We talked about it last time. Uh, but we'll get into this other. We'll get into this uh, other NBA news before we get into this other NBA news. Obviously, we wanted to get the the breaking news out the way. I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, and that is SportMemorabilia.com. That is the one-stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. Listen, we just saw so many different players trade teams. We're probably going to see Damian Lillard trade a team now. So if you want to get a new jersey from the new player who just got to your new team, CISO is probably going to go get his Torian Prince Lakers jersey here coming up here pretty soon. So if you want to get any type of merchandise, go to sportmemorabilia.com. Hit the link in our description to get all your merchandise at sportmemorabilia.com. But man, like I said, what a wild First day of NBA free agency, guys changing teams, guys re-signing for massive money. We saw extensions for massive money. We saw trades. We saw Rich Paul have his clients sign for over $390 million in contracts alone. Clutch clients are winning, and Rich Paul is now officially really Rich Paul because he is getting to tell him to bring him his money because he is getting uh, he is getting the bag right now. Uh, but like I said, there is lots to discuss. So, CISO, I'll go to you, man. Give me your first takeaway from day one of NBA free agency. Um, my first takeaway is Lakers and four. <laughs> Lakers and four. I mean, Bro. I feel like, in my opinion, I'm just taking away my LeBron biasy. Um, <laughs> I feel like the Lakers is really winning free agency right now. Like mm-hmm. they got Rui Hachimura to sign back. Um, they just picked up Jackson Hayes. 
they they the biggest still to me is Gabe Vincent. Like the Heat losing him because of the luxury tax, but but I feel like maybe they was already in the works of this Dame thing, mm-hmm. so yeah. they was they was risking losing him. But him going to the Lakers after just being in the finals, man. And then man. Cam Reddish, like. <laughs> For He's people nice. who don't know Cam Red, that guy is a bucket. He just needs mm-hmm. to be in the right system, but he is a certified bucket. So I feel like the Lakers have done a good job. I, I, uh, my hat's off to Rob Palinka. Now, last year, this time, I, I, I was disgusted <laughs> with that guy, but <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a total turnaround. I feel like the mm-hmm. Lakers have been um, winning, winning the offseason right now. So that's my opinion. Oh man, yeah. I, I, I listen. I'm not a Lakers fan by any means. You know, I'm a Spurs fan, so you know, obviously, Spurs and Lakers. We've had our battles over the years, and you know, I'm not the biggest Lakers guy. But I mean, you gotta the if you're looking at it from a, an objective perspective. I mean, you know, re-signing Rui. Obviously, he was great for them both sides of the floor. He really went off in the playoffs for them, especially in that first round against Memphis. But you talked about a so They add Gabe Vincent, and anyone who watched the NBA playoffs this year, like actually watched knows how important Gabe Vincent was to that Heat team. Like, at times, he was their second-best player. Like, in times, he was their best player at times. He was dropping, you know, 25 points, hitting a bunch of threes, playing great defense. So, he had huge games, huge plays, huge shots for them all postseason. So, he's going to fit right in for point guard for the Lakers. I saw that, you know, the Lakers actually still would have cap space depending on the contracts of Reeves and, and, you know, potentially D'Angelo Russell, they could still bring them both back if they wanted to. Um, But I think them bringing in Gabe Vincent probably means D'Angelo Russell isn't coming back. Um, I don't know why they would want to bring D'Angelo Russell back at this point, considering, like you said, they got Cam Reddish. Now they got, uh, they got um, Gabe Vincent, like you were talking, like we've both been talking about. So yeah, I think, D'Lo is gone. And I would wait, you know, in the regular season, give me D'Lo, but you know, the Lakers aren't playing for regular season, regular season you know wins records they're playing for titles so in the playoffs give me Gabe Vincent over D'Lo a million times out of a million oh, like oh, that, that's a that's a huge upgrade so yeah I love that for LA now Reeves obviously got to be the the uh mm. he's got to be the priority now now you got to get Austin Reeves done he's got to come back if you're the Lakers but 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 obviously Reeves needed to get done the one thing I uh, I said they needed to before I saw this news this morning was they needed a true center to take some pressure off AD and they signed Jackson Hayes this morning, an athletic seven-foot center, you know, a former top 10, you know, overall pick. Uh, he's going to come in from the Pelicans on a minimum deal. So, listen, he's not the greatest center on the planet, but, you know, athletic seven-footer you can put next to AD, help protect the paint. You know, he's going to help a lot. So, and like you said, Cam Reddish, he's an absolute bucket. He's a shooter. Torian Prince, he's a 3 and D wing. He can shoot a little bit. He shot 38% from three last year. I think Cam Reddish is going to take over kind of that Lonnie Walker role from last year where you come off the bench and you just say, go, you know, give him the ball, you just go, you know? So, uh, and we saw how well Lonnie Walker thrived in that role. Like Lonnie Walker won them, I think it was game four in, uh, in, in Memphis or against Memphis in the first round last year. So, but overall, or maybe it was against Golden State. He won one yeah, It was of them. a great he, game against man, Golden he, State. 14 yeah, points was, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was Golden State. Yeah, he, he listen, he he went off and he carried them down the stretch of that game. So if right. Cam Reddish can come in and take over that role, that's going to be really important for them. Now, they did lose Schroeder, I think, to, to Toronto. Mm. So that's going to be a big loss for them. He was huge for them in the playoffs last year. Garden, Steph Curry, and all that. Um, but I think overall, you got to consider this a win. So... Yeah, see, so you should be excited, man. The, you, oh, your Lakers man. made some. Your Lakers made some really, really good moves. I've been having shots of tequila all last night, man. <laughs> celebrating each trade, celebrating as the news come in. <laughs> man, you should, man, you should listen. And and 
uh, I'll touch on one real quick too. Obviously, you know, the, the Nuggets losing Bruce Brown as well. Uh, you know, two years, 45 million to the Pacers. Uh, we saw how, to that. <laughs> man, you, we see how important uh, he was for, for the Nuggets. And, you know, the, the Lakers Nuggets series last year was super, super close as far as those games. I mean, it was a sweep. But, you know, the point differential for the whole series was 24 points. You know, three of those games are one possession, two possession games. So you lose one of your big time role players like Bruce Brown and then the Lakers add a bunch of really, really important pieces. I think that could change the dynamic. So, CISO, what do you think about that one? What do you think about Bruce Brown going to uh, Indiana? I feel like that was a that was a huge loss for the Denver Nuggets, in my yeah. opinion, just because especially playing against the Lakers, like the mm -hmm. biggest issues that we had last season was transition defense. And and Bruce Brown would get get that thing and run it down court and it's it's a bucket every time or and one because he's really strong and like it's just his defensive tenacity. I mean he's I feel like he's a high IQ player and he's just a glue guy and a gritting guy grind guy. I feel like mm -hmm. the Nuggets will miss him even though they got they still got a solid team. Um, they do. I'm, I'm I'm saying Lakers four, but I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just. They earned the respect. They won a championship. Oh, so yeah. they're still the favorites. They're still yeah. the favorites. I'm going to respect them, but I still got, I still got, got to roll with my team. But sure. But I feel like that was a huge piece. They should have did anything in their willpower to get Bruce Brown back. I just think, man, I was not expecting him to get 22 and a half million a year. You know what I'm saying? Like I was expecting him to be like a Gabe Vincent type deal where it was like three for 33. And if it was, you know, three for 33 for Bruce Brown, like, you know, Denver should bring him back. But I don't know if they could afford, you know, two uh, years for 45 million. I thought you know, it was three a, years for it. So that's why I, I read it wrong. Yeah. Two no, years. it was okay. It that was, was two year ooh. deal. Ooh, yeah, he, he got, got paid. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he got he get, getting 20 million a year for Bruce Brown. And I mean, okay. listen, they couldn't the, get it back then. <laughs> yeah, it was it was going to be tough. So yeah, that's a uh, I think that's a low key low key for sure big move uh, as mm -hmm. far as you know the the potential playoff picture goes. Because like I said, you know it was a sweep last year between you know Denver and, and the Lakers, but the Lakers were a lot closer than you think they were. You know, if Jamal Murray doesn't go like insane, Jamal Murray, 30 points a game for that series. You know, they, they play again oh, next yeah. year and Jamal Murray's not going insane the entire time. LeBron has a little bit better series because he's going to be healthier. He'll obviously be older too. So who knows about that? But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, man. There's a, a lot of these kind of little moves are going to be the ones that kind of decide the NBA championship at the end of the year. So it's what we, it's, it's, it's what it comes down to in the end. So see, so I'm going to go back to you, man. Give me some of your other takeaways from uh, NBA free agency so far. Um, the biggest takeaway is, well, not the biggest takeaway, but I feel like the, the undrafted players getting paid, like, mm -hmm. I, you gotta, you gotta respect it. The pure hoop was coming out and getting paid. Like that guy, Fred Van Fleet. Ooh, yes, sir. That 160 million. It's the, mm. I mean, I know the, I know the, um, the old NBA players, I would say the veteran, the older NBA players just looking at these numbers like, what the hell? <laughs> if I was born right. <laughs> 10 years later, <laughs> 160 right. million. But he, um, yeah, Fred Van Van Fleet deserved. I'm keep fucking up this man's name, but <laughs> he, he definitely deserved it. But I feel like I really don't understand what are the Rockets doing. Them and the Suns, they kind of got me confused over here. Like yeah. the Rockets have six guards now right <laughs> yeah they, they got, got a lot they got they got Jalen green they just drafted a man thompson they got fred van fleet they got uh 
Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter Jr. And he averaged 19, 6, and 5. Mm-hmm. So what are what are what are you guys looking to do with that? But I mean, first day of free agency. We're in the second day now. So I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna make some moves. But I, I think I think um yeah, it's just crazy how how the teams are just I don't know. It's oh still gosh. the beginning though. Yeah, it's still it's we literally just started it. It's not it's as it hasn't even been a full day since it started. Like it started 6 p.m. Eastern time. Like it's not even then yet, you know, and all this right. stuff has happened. But yeah, like you said, the undrafted guys getting paid. Fred, you know, Freddie Van Fleet getting 40 million a year. Michael Jordan's highest salary for a single season was 33 million. So he's getting paid seven million more than Michael Jordan's highest Christ. highest season ever got paid. Like that's insane. Michael Jordan's like, man, you gotta be kidding me. Fred Van Fleet, are you serious? <laughs> um, but Van Fleet, he's a good player. I mean, he's gonna come in. He is. And I think, listen, like you said, it's obviously good for Fred. I mean, the biggest contract for an undrafted player ever. So that's cool. And I think he's gonna be able to, you know, show a lot of the young guards, like you said, a lot of those guys how to be a pro and teach them a lot more about, you know, the NBA. Like you said, Jalen Green, Amen Thompson, Kevin Porter. They also drafted Cam Whitmore. You know, they got Jabari Smith, who was the third overall pick last year. Shen Goon. Those last two guys are a little more wings, but still, there's a lot of young talent there. So my question from the Rockets perspective, kind of like what you were talking about, CISO, you know, is Fred doing the ball handling? Is he running the offense? Is he taking the responsibility from those guys? And will that stunt their development or speed up their development? I mean, I think it could go either way. Um, it could speed up their development because I think they're going to be a lot more competitive this year and it's going to force those young guys to step up. Um, so maybe it'll help, but... I mean, you. I mean, you know they're going to be more competitive though, because Fred's a champ. I mean, you remember, you know, the 2019 yeah. Finals. He was the one. He was the one making a lot of those shots down the stretch for Toronto when they won the title against Golden State. So um, he's a big time player. He's a he's a he's a really really solid point guard. He's going to come in and, and help the Rockets right away. But too with this new CBA deal, I mean, the Rockets had to spend money. Like they got cap yeah. to spend, and you know the the new CBA forces you to spend a certain amount of money. So they had to they had to go out and pay somebody. So. Yeah, Fred Van Fleet going to the Rockets, man. Definitely an interesting one. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of re-signings, too. This, uh, these were kind of both we, – we talked about them kind of previously, and they were both kind of expected. Obviously, we saw Kyrie go back to the Mavs, three for 126. Uh, and then we saw Draymond back to the Warriors for four for 100 million. So give me your quick takeaways from uh, those two re-signings, Kyrie to the Mavs and then Draymond to the Warriors. Um, I feel like I knew that – even though Kyrie Irving is one of the greatest players that ever played the game, I, I would say he he's one of the most skilled point guards to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he he was an All Star last year, averaged twenty seven points a game. But it's crazy that due to you know off the court things that his his st- stock isn't the same, his value isn't the same in this league, and um. I just expected him to be back with with the Mavericks because I don't think anyone else was offering him anything. Like that mm-hmm. meeting with the Suns, we know that was pointless. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> we know that them guys would have needed four basketballs for that team. <laughs> Kyrie, what he was going to sign the veteran minimum? We come on, yeah. We know that wasn't happening. But yeah, I think he, I think that was his only destination. And with Draymond, I mean, we all knew it. The type of guy Draymond is, he he he's gonna opt out of his contract just so he can take a a lower amount, so he so they can go get someone else, you know, get some of his money off the books. So, I mean, that's what I expect from a guy like Draymond. I I knew he wasn't going anywhere. We we know both of those guys was going. We all resign. 
<laughs> yeah, we knew that. We knew that already. That's why I didn't want to dwell too much on it. My uh, my biggest thing on those two signings was they both took less than the max. Draymond took twenty five million a year, and you know, considering that the Warriors paid, so Draymond's contract was four for a hundred. And the year before, they paid Jordan Poole four for 128. So Draymond took a contract less than Jordan Poole took. And he's also getting paid less than Wiggins. Wiggins got four for 109. So, yeah, Draymond definitely took a hometown discount. He definitely sacrificed some money to go back to Golden State. So shout out to Draymond for doing that. And then Kyrie, he also took less than the max. So he, I think he sacrificed... Uh, so like a, uh, I think he, that Mavs probably would have offered him like a shorter term, like a one or two year max deal, but he wanted that extra. I think he wanted the extra long term stability because Kyrie sacrificed so much money already with kind of like you said with kind of the off court uh, problems he's had and, and some of the issues he's had. So I'm happy for Kyrie because I. Facts. None of none of none of Kyrie's off court issues are like he's a bad dude, you know, like he's right. not getting arrested or he's not, you know, going up doing any anything crazy. It's just you know he's kind of an enigmatic personality, so he's not a bad dude. So I'm happy he's no. getting he's I'm happy he's getting his his you know his bag. So because like we said, he's he's sacrificed a lot of money over the years with some of his decisions. I'm wondering how you know the the Mavs duo is going to fit. Obviously, we saw it didn't work for them last year. You know, they went five and eleven when Kyrie was there. So. Um, I, I mean, they, it can't be any worse than that this year. You know, I'm guessing they're going to figure it out a little more this year. But how much are they going to figure it out? Are they going to figure it out to the point where they're now a, a finals team? Or are they going to figure it out to the point where, you know, they're a first, second round exit? So um, it's going to be interesting to see. It's, uh, you know, two, like we said, two, uh, two re-signings that we kind of saw coming. Uh, but, you know, they're definitely going to definitely going to impact the league uh, coming up this year. Uh, so, CISO, what do you think, man? Give me another one of your uh, another one of your takeaways from NBA free agency so far. I feel like quiet is kept. I feel like the Grizzlies organization is listening to what everybody was telling them. Mm-hmm. Get some damn vets in the locker room. Beautiful. We we've been told you guys that. Like, if you remember in in recent years, like they had Danny Green and Andre Iguodala. Like they got those guys out of there. Like yep. soon as Iguodala he he clashed because you know. It's Iggy. He he's he's a champion. He he knows how we're supposed to behave, right? And they didn't want that, so you know he went back to Golden State, got a ring, mm-hmm. <laughs> got another one. And but I'm I'm glad they got Marcus Smart over there. They got D Rose. I feel like he, he D Rose is the perfect like person for Ja because D Rose, you know, he's been at the Yes, in the spotlight, I would argue that D Rose, prime D Rose, is better than than uh, John Morant. In my oh opinion. yes, yes. I mean, he was he was an unstoppable force, <laughs> but mm-hmm. D Rose has always been the most humblest. You know, he the way he carry himself. I feel like in where he's been in this league, Ja's going to respect that, and I feel like that's going to help groom Ja. And then I feel like Marcus Smart. You can tell he's a no nonsense guy. Um, he come from, you know, we talk about heat culture. He comes from the Boston culture, like mm-hmm. the way they carry themselves. So I think that is great for the for the Grizzlies locker room. But then you got the last two defensive players of the year mm-hmm. in that locker room. So man, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. That's that's probably one of the ones too that I, I love, like the signings and the trades. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm glad you touched on that one too because I had that one written down in my notes. Uh, I was gonna say shout out to D Rose on the Grizz. Like that's like you said, he's gonna be a perfect fit 
for for Memphis, especially as a mentor for Jaw. Like you said, that you know they both come in as young top two overall picks. Argue, you could argue they're the two most explosive guards in NBA history. I mean, Russell Westbrook's got to be in that mix as well. But as far as just pure athleticism, a pure explosiveness, like you could argue, D Rose and John Morant are the two most explosive point guards in NBA history, and both. Like you said, both are MVP or MVP caliber when they're on the court, but they have a hard time staying on it. D Rose, it was injuries. And, you know, Ja, we got his off the court stuff and he's got some injury problems as well. So like you said, I think D Rose can teach him so much about, you know, responsibility and overcoming adversity. And like you said, I'm just excited. The Grizz got the couple of vets that, you know, got a couple of vets like that. D Rose and Marcus Smart to mentor Ja. And we also saw them saw them uh, sign Desmond Bain to that five-year, two hundred million dollar extension. So they locked up, you know, either their second or third best player, depending on what you think about Jaron Jackson uh, for the near future. So you're get, the Grizz are giving Ja a great chance to succeed right now. They're giving him every mm-hmm. single opportunity he needs to succeed. Uh, but you know, also after saying all that extremely positive stuff, uh, extremely positive stuff, I saw a comment in the in the, in the IG post announcing uh, Derrick Rose was going to. Uh, going to the Grizz and somebody in the comments on IG described Derek Rose and Ja duo and nicknamed them guns and roses. I saw that. Dude, like that was wild, <laughs> hilarious and disrespectful hey, at the same time. The internet is undefeated. You know, Dude, you it knew does, it was it coming. Lose. It doesn't lose. It was one of those where I like looked at it and then I was like, damn, I was like, Oh man. I saw no. that right away too. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. I was like, damn. The, that that is a good one right there so you know, whoever's whoever sent that one whoever created that one i gotta give you your credit man that's pretty funny um but another another team i wanted to i, I wanted to check on was uh i wanted to touch on real quick was the cleveland Cavs. uh we saw them make a couple of moves obviously i talked about them getting max truce today i also we also saw them getting george niang from uh from the uh from the sixers as well uh, and then re-signing Karis LeVert. So I like the depth in the 3 and D guys that they've kind of put around Garland and Mitchell now in Cleveland. Plus, you obviously have that young front court of uh, of Jared Allen and Mobley. So I think the Cavs are a team. I thought last year they were going to, you know, beat the Knicks in the first round. I thought they were going to make a little bit more noise, but they kind of, you know, went downhill a little bit. Um, but I think this year, I could see them being a Denver-type team this year where they, you know, they, they get to the, be a, a top seed, a top two seed in the East in the regular season. And then people kind of sleep on them because they haven't showed it in the playoffs yet. And then they kind of surprise everybody with the finals run. So give me your takeaways, CISO, from these uh these couple of Cavs moves that the Cavs made. Uh I think I think they made some amazing, I mean <clears throat> some great and amazing plays. For I, I do wanna just call out Brandon Jennings because he said he said one of the dumbest things I, I've heard in a while, like one of the dumbest takes. He said he don't think donovan mitchell should be a number one guy a number one option (laughs) yes so so we got to clip that up but moving on i think (laughs) i think (laughs) i think the Cavs uh picked up picking up max Cruz was was uh, a great idea even though i feel like he struggled late in the playoffs but you can't ignore the previous series and the, the dude was on fire like you yep. know so it you know i think he he deserved another shot on on another good team and i feel like they can really compete they were just missing things like that like a shooter also yes george niang he he's a knockdown guy too like mm-hmm. he's he's a tough player so i feel like i feel like that that fits um the eastern conference that they're in also the Cavs got a steal in 
in the draft. They drafted uh, at 49. They drafted a money Bates. Yes. Right? He, the reason his stock was low because of off court things, mm-hmm. but Bucket. that guy was a, a certified stud. Like when he's mm-hmm. a junior in high school, he was, he was number one player over, over Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just the Cavs. I'm, I, I see them making a, a deeper playoff run. I feel like we, we should learn from teams like the Nuggets and, and the uh, Warriors, like in the Bucks, like the uh, recent finals winners right, in the last mm-hmm. three years, like just build, build around your young core. Yes. You know, don't, don't trade, don't trade your stars. Even, even if you got people saying Donovan Mitchell is, is in the number one auction. <laughs> yeah. Keep Donovan yeah. Mitchell. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, build around, build around the young pieces that you have and, and, you know, and, you know, make it work. We're looking at you, Phoenix. You don't got to trade your entire team for a bunch of stars and then end up not winning the title. Like it's going to happen again this year. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of crazy, crazy moves uh, in free agency so far. It's been really, really exciting. Is there anything else you want to touch on, CISO? Any other, uh, any other signings you wanted to touch on? Um, I would say the 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 Suns, the Suns. Well, I mean, we already talked about Bradley Bill and uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. You- I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, what did you think about the role players they brought in? Have you seen some of the role players that they brought in? Um, I I seen some, but I didn't I didn't see any names that stuck out. I, I saw they um that's the, that's the point I was making right there. Yeah, what what any. names have stuck out? You know? Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't know what they're doing over there. I feel like, in my opinion, I just think they needs to. I think they need to trade Aiden for for other pieces. That's just my opinion. I don't. I feel like he wasn't engaged last year because of his role How, and he's definitely not going to get the ball now like <laughs> oh, no. he's going to be the fourth option yeah so so yeah i'm looking at these i'm looking at these uh these sun signings so they re-signed Josh Akogi they signed Drew Eubanks they signed Damian Lee they signed Kata Bates Diop they signed Chemezi Metu, and they signed Yuta Watanabe. So, what you know? <laughs> like what? Like I don't know if any of the <laughs> I don't know if any of those guys. <laughs> I don't know if any are any of those guys going to make their playoff rotation. Like they like nah. obviously you have to have guys that are going to play in the regular season, but you when it comes down time, you got to have guys who are going to make the you know seven eight man playoff rotation. Which one of those guys is going to be your Bruce Brown? Who's going to be a valuable playoff rotation piece? I don't see it. Like it's just, I, I, I'm just not seeing it. Did you, did you, do any of those guys stick out to you, CISO? Like I don't, I'm Let's not say, seeing it with any of those guys. Yuta Watanabe, he, he at, yeah. at some point in time he was leading the league in uh, three point percentage, but yep, I feel and like that was with KD too. That was with KD, but mm-hmm. I mean KD probably wanted them, but they they just yeah. signed everybody else that they had already. <laughs> man, and then Eubanks, I don't know, man. He's, I don't know what the hell they're doing over there, bro. My Spurs didn't even want him. So, like, uh, yeah. what, what's he going to do for the Suns? You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and again, the Kata Beats Diop, my, my Spurs didn't yeah, even want him. By the way, by the way, I got to get I got to get some Spurs in. We re-signed, yeah. Trey, we re-signed Trey Jones, which is awesome. But the one thing that I wanted to touch on, okay, we touched on Damian Lillard beforehand, okay? And Shams broke the story that he wants to go to Miami or the Nets. 
Well, Woj reported that per Ramona Shelburne, the Clippers, the Heat, and the Spurs are among Shit. his preferred destinations. So let's go, if Dame. Dame. If Dame goes to the Spurs, no one will get me to shut up ever. Like I am just gonna go off for the rest of my life because we're gonna have Wemby and we're gonna have Dame after being the like the worst team in the league last year. Oh my gosh, that would be incredible. So that's gonna yeah, be tough for me. I'm I'm a LeBron <laughs> fan, but I, I'm a Spurs second. Greg Greg Popovich yes. is my favorite coach. So yes. And I'm guessing that's part of the reason why he even has the Spurs on his list, you know. And I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about the Clippers either. So yeah, if Dame would go to the Clippers and it's PG and Kawhi and and Damian Lillard, obviously PG and Kawhi are kind of in theory because they're always hurt, you know what I'm saying? But what would you think about what would you think about those type of teams if 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 uh, a Damian Lillard went to the uh, went to the Clippers? Um, I feel like they, they, they would man, that'd be tough. That would be tough because they, I feel like. The Clippers got a lot of shooting over there already, and then you get Dame over there. Then they, that, then you, Paul George and Kawhi could just really focus their energy on mainly on deep. Even though Kawhi is a bucket, Paul George is a bucket, but you know it's tough being a two way player because you gotta drain a lot of energy on defense. I feel like that'll right. take some of that uh, offensive pressure off them. And man, you got two of the best perimeter defenders. I mean, Kawhi is just a. a one of the best all-around defenders. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that'll be tough. But I would rather see him in the Spurs uniform, I promise. Him, Dame and Pop and Wimby. Then they got some young pieces over there. Devin Vassell, Trey Jones. Like, I mean, I really like the Spurs. I've been Thank watching you. them. Yes, it would be awesome. Like, I, I obviously would much rather have Dame in San Antonio. Uh, yeah, this... If if for uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, but if he somehow ended up in San Antonio, that would be beautiful. But I think I think Miami's probably the the gonna be where he goes. I think that's it. Just makes the most sense for, for all parties involved. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, one other signing I wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, it's a re-signing. It's Chris Middleton going back to the Bucks. Three years, one hundred and two million. Like we talked about, kind of with the Draymond and Kyrie signings. I mean, this one was pretty predictable. We well, you know, we 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 all kind of saw him going back to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what he's still got in the tank. I mean, you could argue him being kind of in and out the last two years has cost them opportunities of the title. You know, so can he stay on the floor and ball like you know twenty twenty one Chris Middleton? If he can, you know, Bucks might be the East favorite, and if he can't, you know, they might have a hard time making it out, uh, making it out the East. So, uh, give me your quick thoughts on uh, Chris Middleton going back to the Bucks, Ciso. But I, I think, like you said, I think I think it was an expected resign, and I I respect these guys getting getting money off the books to the, to go grab other pieces. I feel like, um, I do feel like a hundred to two is pretty low for Chris Middleton, even though he's he had he had injuries, and you know he he it's been a tough time for him getting back to where he was when they won the championship. But that dude is a stud. Like if mm-hmm. he gets when he gets it going, and I, I think this year he's gonna get it going. Um, he he he's arguably like one of the the best shooters in the league. Yeah, pull up. It's mid range game is crazy. Like man, I, I like Chris Middle. Any he, and he's a good defender too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he's and he just fits what they do so well. Like he he can shoot. He can shoot the three. He can pull up for a mid range. You know, you can go to him at the end of the game because because Giannis obviously isn't the best at creating his own shot. So you can go to Middleton at the end of games and he can get you a big bucket. We saw them when you know when he won the title in 2021. He was making a lot of those big shots for for Milwaukee down the stretch. Obviously, Giannis carried them, uh, but he was making a lot of those you know big kind of tough shots. 
uh, down the stretch for them. So yeah, it's interesting, like you said about the contract that three for uh, that three for one hundred two. He certainly took way less than he could have. He could have taken. That makes me think that he kind of wants them to bring back Brooke Lopez as well, who's another big name who hasn't signed. So maybe he's taking less so they can bring back Brooke Lopez, run it back at least another year uh, in, in Milwaukee to see if they can get another chance at that title. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, man. There's, there's the beautiful thing about NBA free agency is like, it makes so many teams like you're, you, you're thinking about every team in the NBA now. Like you're I, like, there's not like, I can't think of a team that's just like boring in the NBA now. Like we're thinking about, all these teams where, you know, they've got these young guys and they just brought this guy in, you know, what, what does that mean for them, you know, going forward and stuff like that. So yeah, NBA free agency, man, it is, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. This, this is why we love, this is why we love basketball, man. Uh, see, so was there anybody else you wanted to touch on? Um, I think only thing it, I just want to say something quick. I'm, I just want to see what the Raptors is going to do since yeah. they got rid of, Fred Van Fleet. I think Scrooter is a is a great like guard or spark plug off the bench, but I don't think he's a starting guard. To, uh, yeah, especially with them making it to the play in and, and getting eliminated, I feel like I expect them to make some moves so they can be elevated. Scotty Barnes hasn't hasn't been the same Scotty Barnes since mm-hmm. uh, his rookie season. I thought he was gonna elevate, yeah. so hopefully he. Has a better season this year. That's that's one of the teams I'm looking at. I feel like that's the the last team I really wanted to touch on. I, I feel yeah. like we still, like you said, we 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 haven't hit a full 24 hours, so it's gonna be a lot more news to come. <laughs> a lot more, yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be on them shorts. I guarantee yeah. it. We're gonna be <laughs> we knocking work them hard, shorts huh? out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> NBA free agency. We don't get the rest. Um, but yeah, like you said, a couple of couple of weird moves from the Raptors. Uh, yeah, obviously letting Van Fleet go. And then they re-signed Jakob Pertl as well to four years, 80 million. Like that's, you know, I, you know, I like Jakob Pertl. I'm a Spurs fan. You know, he came from right. the Spurs, also got us a first round, a couple first round picks. Shout out Jakob Pertl. Uh, but I mean, uh, you know, I like him, but four years, 80 million. That's, that's kind of wild for Jakob Pertl. And then, yeah, two for 26 for Schroeder. So like I said, I like both of those players. Uh, I, I would like b- the moves for those players if they were a team that was going to contend for a title and those guys could play, you know, to play their roles. Um, I would have loved those moves if they were, you know, if they were Lakers moves, you know, to get another big, uh, you know, outside of AD and, you know, uh, you know, get Schroeder back and, you know, so he can he can run the point. Uh, but for a team like Toronto, that's going to be kind of play in hovering around the play in maybe, you know, seven, eight seed type type team. Uh, it seems a little bit odd. But like we talked about with the Van Fleet signing for uh, the Rockets, you got to spend your money somewhere with this new CBA. Like you got to pay somebody you can't just like not pay anyone and have a bunch of uh, a vet minimum so those guys will certainly help them be a competitive team i mean they're, they'll probably hover around 500 but mm-hmm. their ceiling is just not very high uh in, in toronto so yeah like we said lots of lots of lots of already made Im- immediately interesting stuff going on we got damian lillard officially asking for a trade right before we came on so this is uh this is the nba man this is nba free agency and this is why we love it this is uh really really special uh really really special time of year so nba never sleeps and you know we're we're up early talking about it so uh but that's going to be it for us today on that brick house episode here at house call sports thank you guys so much for watching i'm going to give quick shout outs to all of our sponsors and the first one i'm going to shout out is liquid iv go get 25 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout that's 25 percent off anything you order when you use the promo code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast at liquidiv.com watermelon liquid iv is my personal go-to i lift weights i got two outdoor jobs here on maui in fact i'm going to be out in the maui sun for about eight hours today okay i'm going to be burning up 
You want to know what I'm going to do to replenish all the electrolytes I'm going to lose from the Maui Sun today? I'm going to get liquid IV. I get three times the electrolytes and the great taste. It's the greatest hydration multiplier on the planet. So use the promo code and hit the link in the description to go get some. We are also sponsored by StubHub. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports, concert, and theater tickets as low as $6. The NBA, like I said, it never sleeps. We got Summer League coming up. If you want to get your season tickets early, to some of these new teams with some of their with some of their new players that they're going to have. You want to go get Rockets tickets and go watch Fred Van Fleet. CISO's probably going to get his Lakers tickets to go watch the Lakers when they come to Minnesota, okay? If you want to get your tickets, hit the link in the description to get your tickets at StubHub. We are also sponsored by Fubo TV, the world's only sport-focused live TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, plus popular shows, movies, news for the entire household. There's no hidden fees. Go get a free trial. Browse available plans. I've used Fubo. I love you get tons of channels. You can watch tons of NBA. I watch tons of NBA with Fubo. You can watch basketball, baseball, football, whatever you want to watch. So hit the link in the description to go check that out. And if you are a bro who's up real early like I am, I am up at this is 643 Hawaii time right now. Okay. And you need a coffee company that's not only going to provide you with everything from award winning roast to your necessary equipment, your espresso machines, your grinders, your filters to your recipes, as well as a coffee to water ratio calculator. Go to Coffee Bros website, whose link is in our description, to get everything that you need that is coffee related. So go get Coffee Bros, bro. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback. Tell us what you think were the most impactful free agent signings. Tell us who you think is going to win, who your early NBA title favorites are down in the comments. Be sure to and be sure to talk about that Damian Lillard breaking news that we just broke here on the House Call Sports. Okay, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Like I said, we appreciate all your feedback. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms as well, at the House Call Sports, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitter. We've got our merch. Go meet the crew. And we've got blogs up on our website. Our website is www.thehousecall.com. And that's going to be it for us. Peace.